Chapter Twenty Three of the Money Moon. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Money Moon, a romance by Geoffrey Farnell. Chapter Twenty Three: How Small Porges, in his hour of need, was deserted by his uncle. Ruined, sir. Done for. Lord love me, they ain't worth the trouble of gathering. What's left on 'em, Mister Bellew, sir? So bad as that, Adam? Bad. Ah, so bad as ever was, sir," said Adam, blinking suspiciously and turning suddenly away. "Has Miss Anthea seen? Does she know? Ah, she were out at dawn, and oh, Lord, Mister Bellew, sir, I can't never forget her poor stricken face, so pale and sad it were. But she never said nothing. Only, oh, Adam, my poor hops, and I see her lips all of a quiver while she spoke." And so she turned away and came back to the house, sir. Poor lass, oh, poor lass! He exclaimed, his voice growing more husky. She's made a brave fight for it, sir. But it won't no use, you see. It'll be good-bye for her to Dapplemere after all. That their mortgage can't never be paid now, nohow. When is it due? Well, according to the bond or the deed or whatever they calls it, it be due tonight at nine o'clock, sir. Though old Grimes, as a special favor and arter much persuading, had agreed to hold over till next Saturday on account of the op picking, but now, seeing as there ain't no ops to be picked, while he'll foreclose tonight, and glad enough to do it, you can lay your oath on that, Mister Bellow, sir. Tonight," said Bellow. "Tonight," and he stood for a while with bent head, as though lost in profound thought. Adam said he suddenly. Help me to harness the mare. I must drive over to the nearest railroad depot. Hurry! I must be off. The sooner, the better. What? Be you goin', sir? Yes. Hurry, man. Hurry. D'ye mean as you're a goin' to leave her now in the middle of all this trouble? Yes, Adam. I must go to London on business. Now hurry, like a good fellow. And so together they entered the stable, and together they harnessed the mare. Which done, staying not for breakfast, Bellew mounted the driver's seat and, with Adam beside him, drove rapidly away. But Small Porges had seen these preparations and now came running all eagerness. But ere he could reach the yard, Bellew was out of earshot. So there stood Small Porges, a desolate little figure, watching the rapid course of the dog cart until it had vanished over the brow of the hill, and then, all at once. The tears welled up into his eyes, hot and scalding, and a great sob burst from him. For it seemed to him that his beloved uncle Porges had failed him at the crucial moment, had left him solitary just when he needed him most. Thus, small Porges gave way to his grief, hidden in the very darkest corner of the stable, whither he had retired lest any should observe his weakness, until, having once more gained command of himself. He wiped away his tears with his small and dingy pocket handkerchief. He slowly recrossed the yard, and entering the house, went to look for his auntie Anthea. And after much search, he found her, half lying, half kneeling beside his bed. When he spoke to her, though she answered him, she did not look up, and he knew that she was weeping. Don't, auntie Anthea, don't. He pleaded, "I know Uncle Porges has gone away and left us, but you've got me, you know, and I shall be a man very soon before my time, I think. So, oh, don't cry, though I'm awful sorry he's gone too. 
just when we needed him the most, you know. Oh, Georgie, she whispered, my dear brave little Georgie, we shall only have each other soon. They're going to take Dapplemere away from us, and everything we have in the world. Oh, Georgie. Well, never mind, said he, kneeling beside her and drawing one small arm protectingly about her. We shall always have each other left, you know. Nobody shall ever take you away from me. And then there's the money moon. It's been an awful long time coming, but it may come tonight or tomorrow night. He said it would be sure to come if the storm came, and so I'll find the fortune for you at last. I know I shall find it some day, of course, cause I've prayed and prayed for it so very hard. And he said my prayers went straight up to heaven and didn't get blown away or lost in the clouds. So don't cry, Auntie Anthea. Let's wait just a little longer till the money moon comes. End of chapter 23